Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Hey everybody, welcome into the Woody Hayes Athletic Center. This is the practice report. It's brought to you by Buyers Auto. That's Spencer Holbrook, Tim May. I am Austin Ward. No berm today. He's out there doing his high school thing. Had some Spencer was actually with him last night for a Maslin game. Uh, saw Sonny Styles and Berm is continuing that road trip as this first weekend a football picks up. But that's distracting from the point here at Ohio State, which is that Ryan Day called a press conference uh, on Saturday after Friday's scrimmage to officially announced his starting quarterback. Uh, surprise, it's C.J. Stroud. Yeah, I was going to say, he should have also said, the sun is hot. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, it would have been as profound. Uh, and, you know, yeah, I mean, that's making short light of it. But we've been talking about it all along with C.J. Stroud. I mean, you were really on the C.J. Stroud bandwagon even in the spring. And, I, you know, I just provoked you just because I like to provoke. I mean, you know, if we just agree. Like stick the needle in. Oh, yeah. yeah, if you agree on everything, you don't have a conversation, sure. right? But the bottom line was, I think things worked out exactly the way we thought they were. When he said he had gained separation a week ago, actually it wasn't even that long ago, then, he, you know, the inevitable was about to happen. But the, but the, the interesting dynamic that he's trying to employ here, though, is, is that C.J. Stroud is the starting quarterback for game one. Mm-hmm and leaving it open that things could change as the season goes on, which I think is interesting because we don't think it's going to change, but how much of a carrot do you really put in front of people anymore that's, you know, legitimate? I I almost feel, and I'll let Spencer dive in on that, that it's not necessarily because I think people will latch on to that or some people will and say that he might be quick to pull the leash back and make a change. I don't think it's about the competition is ongoing and this was just a – you know, uh, uh, August gesture. Yeah. I think it's a dose of reality that guys get hurt, that you have to continue to prepare. Yeah. You're going to need a backup quarterback to continue 
to compete. You see Jack Miller back there behind us in the facility, you know, throwing it around on, on a Saturday. They have to continue that part. It's, as Ryan Day said, development for them. But I, I think I would caution to anybody, this doesn't mean they're going to reevaluate the position after the, after the Minnesota game and go into Oregon, and it could be something different. I think that Ryan Day, you know, they made this decision, you know, with a purposefully. They took their time, did their due diligence, and now you go through this. But the other guy, it's more that they have to keep working not that this is subject to change. Yeah. It almost feels like deja vu all over again because two years ago we heard Ryan Day say Justin Fields was going to be the starter for week one against Florida Atlantic. Exactly. And, <laughs> and we already knew he was going to be the starter for week one against Florida Atlantic. He left it open and said it's an ongoing thing. We need to stay competitive. Yeah. And then C.J. Stroud is the quarterback. And lo and behold, we walk two, I think two years ago we walked out here and we probably saw uh, Gunnar Hoke and other guys thrown out here. Exactly. Now we walk out of the building and we see Jack Miller behind us still keeping the competition going. So yeah. I think this is, it's almost, there's a little bit of that head game going on. You know, he is an Urban Meyer guy, always about the head games and, and staying competitive, but also like we already knew what was going to happen here. And yes, week one, CJ, anything could happen, but CJ Stroud is, has cemented himself as, as the leader of this team. Is Ryan Day an Urban Meyer guy? Is he a Chip <laughs> Kelly guy? I mean, you know, I think he's a hey, combo of all When you that. can pick and choose. Yeah. But here's the thing that's interesting, and I know you guys know this. I'm just saying it the obvious, like the sun is hot. None of these quarterbacks have played a college football game. So, number one, you've got your starter now for game one, but you've got to get, you know, Kyle McCord, Jack Miller, you know, who knows what's going to happen with Quinn Ewers uh, down the road. But, I mean, you've got to get some of these guys, at least Kyle McCord, you would think, if he's the number two, which I think might end up being the case. They've got, they've got to get some playing time because you – you literally going into that Minnesota game, you have no quarterback who's thrown a pass in a real game. Uh, you've entrusted what looks like a diamond encrusted offense to this guy. Yeah. You know, you don't want him to wreck it, you don't want him to crash it, but you also got to get guys experience. I just think it's a really interesting moment, like we talked about on my podcast this week, of all of these great on paper talents in the same room together, but none of them have played college football, you know? And uh, I just think it's a, could be because boy, that that game too is coming fast. But it, but even Minnesota, Minnesota is going to be loaded for bear, pardon the expression, you know, coming after Ohio State. It's gonna, I don't. You've got to get these guys experience, but you got to win games too, you know. And it's kind of the way of the world, I guess. Maybe we've been talking about C.J. Stroud being the starting quarterback for this team for so long that yeah. it's easier in my mind to all right. Well, what does that mean? Yeah. For the rest, because you know, do you have a plan for the backup? We asked you know Ryan Day that, and he kind of you know, hedged a little bit because he doesn't need to lock himself into that pecking order publicly in the middle of August. But yeah, if you're saying I've been strong about my predictions going back to the spring, I'll make another one right now. If this was, if they played Minnesota today, the backup quarterback would be Kyle McCord. If they're playing on September 2nd, which they are, I believe that the backup in a meaningful situation will be Kyle McCord. Um, and just to go one step further, you referenced Quinn Ewers just to get this out of the way. He's <laughs> yeah. unavailable with you know a physical situation, not an eligibility. That first week of campus for him on campus and practice was short-lived, just a couple days, and now on the unavailable list until uh, next week they might get him back. So Yeah, and it's not academics and it's not an injury, we understand. And in today's yeah. uh, world, you, know, you can draw your own conclusions about what might let somebody come back for a week. Um, that's that's all unconfirmed. We don't talk about those uh, private injury situations, or Ohio State doesn't, and and we won't in this case either. So that's also a reminder that for anybody who's been hoping that uh, 
what I've said about Quinn Ewers is wrong and that he could play early in the season. He's basically going to have two practices before the Minnesota game. It's going to be extremely difficult for him, uphill battle. But that'll alleviate all this. That competition, as Ryan Day says, Spencer, is about development. But C.J. Stroud is the guy, and then it'll be about Kyle McCord and Jack Miller trying to separate themselves if they can as training camp ends and game mode begins for Minnesota. Yeah, I think it's really interesting. You know, it was brought to, up to Ryan Day today about Garrett Wilson's comments about what C.J. Stroud brings to this offense, the touch, the accuracy, the way he drops the deep ball in. We see it when we get out here and we're able to watch their deep ball drills. C.J. Stroud just has a touch on the ball that I don't think really – Anybody, even a sixty-yarder, anybody, anybody yeah. truly knows about yet. I, I mean, even us, we've seen it yeah. in practices before. But like, if these guys, Garrett Wilson's caught passes from Justin Fields and Justin Fields exclusively to, through two seasons, and for him to come out and talk about the touch that CG Stroud can put on the ball, that's got to light your eyes up if you're an Ohio State yeah. fan and just you know, just feel that excitement that, that's around that. After that, though, I don't think when you talk about passing wise. If Kyle McCord is a backup, this offense doesn't really lose a lot from that passing touch because yeah. what we've seen out of Kyle McCord shows us that he can he can be with anybody when it comes to throwing the ball. I think CJ Stroud gives this offense something that it it needs that that mobility, that uh, escapability. I think he's going to be craftier. I think he'll surprise some people with the way he's crafty, like Justin Fields was. I, me personally, just as somebody who's an outside observer, I'm excited to see what he can do because we, we truly don't know a lot. He's a late bloomer, a guy who who. At the Elite 11, surprise everybody, and then from there, the rest is history, I guess. I'm excited to see what he can do. I, this is, you know, I've been covering Ohio State for a long time. This is the first quarterback, I think, in Ohio State history. He's from Rancho Cucamonga, <laughs> California. He'll be throwing I wonder to if a, he's the first big-time quarterback for Rancho I don't know. I, don't have, I didn't do that research yet. But <laughs> uh, but the bottom line is he does bring a lot. You know, the thing about, though, we are talking about Gary Wilson, that interview he did with Big Ten Network. I mean, he, he talked glowingly about the other three guys, too, in yeah. in some respects, you know. and uh, But uh, – yeah, I, I, the thing, the thing jumps out of me about jumps out to me about him naming CJ the starting quarterback is in my mind you start envisioning what's the, what's the offense going to look like. I don't think it's going to look very much different. I even asked him about it, you know, but it's not going much very much different than it did the last two years with Justin Fields, right. which I think is really interesting in this because CJ Stroud is probably the well, listen, he is the closest to Justin yeah. Fields of the four, yeah. and. Uh, I think that, like, is is a good harbinger for for Ohio State and the because uh, it looks like this offensive juggernaut is going to continue, barring injury, et cetera. Now he does not run a no. four three four. No, but he is really smooth. And I think the point to your point about the offense not changing that much is what was the conversation about Justin Fields? Why doesn't he run more? Yes. As fast as he is. Yes. Why is that zone read game not more part of the Ohio State offense? Well, Justin Fields wanted to be a quarterback, so Cindy Stroud. Wants to be a quarterback too. Now he can run more than he might get credit for, but Ohio State has not been built around you know, exactly. quarterback power in that for a long. Think about the two runningest quarterbacks we've seen: Braxton Miller and J.T. Barrett, because they were both really good at it. Braxton more of just running. Yeah. <laughs> J.T. Barrett more of running the zone read and yeah. just picking his spot and going and getting eight ten yards. I mean, which was crazy, or one yard that was really important one time. Uh, was it like this? Yeah. But the bottom line, yeah, C.J. Stroud is a, I want to throw the football first, just like Justin Fields was. And with this offense, with these running backs, I mean, I'm as curious about how they're going to deal with the running back situation as I am the quarterback deal. Because why waste C.J. Stroud running the ball when you've got these wide receivers? I mean, and Jeremy Ruckert in the group. So 
I'm sorry. Go ahead, though, Spencer. I mean, I'm just I, – I think this was almost the perfect guy to put in that spot. He's going to run when he has to. It's almost interesting. The parallels to Justin Fields and C.J. Stroud, when you really look at the way they play the game, is, is kind of interesting because Justin didn't want to run. I, right. I don't think he wanted to run as much as he even did. I think he, he even rarely... hated people talking about how fast he was and what a good runner he was because he wanted to be where he Dual is right threat. now. Yeah, the only like, reason he wanted to be people, a big-time NFL quarterback. The 4-3 yeah. speed that, that got out to the media during his college career and the the high school tape where he was just so much better than everybody yeah. kind of skewed the way we thought of him originally. He is a pro-style pocket passer. And then you look at C.J. Stroud, who coming out of high school, these recruiting people know what they're talking about. C.J. Stroud was a pro-style passer yeah. by name coming out of high school. That's not going to change. Just watch the video. That's he, all I got to say. Just because he goes into an Ohio State offense that is a decade ago and a half decade ago ran the quarterback a lot. Yeah. Like Ryan Day, that's not Ryan Day's offense. No. It just simply isn't. And so I think it's really interesting. Well, wait a minute. Listen. Urban Meyer's default play call yeah. was quarterback. Yeah, that's what we all know that. that is not Ryan Day's default play quarterback call. Quarterback power is gone. Go ahead, though, man. Yeah, and so I just think when you look at the way this offense wants to run the ball, it doesn't want to use the quarterback. It wants to use its running game. And, yeah. and the five running backs, the four running backs, however many they have Get on the roster. Get the big guys out front and let them go. Let those guys run. And let C.J. Stroud almost let C.J. cook. I mean, he, he let him stand back in the pocket and show everybody what he's got. Because when you did that with Justin Fields, you almost won a national title. Yeah, Justin Fields and Chicago Bears finding out pretty quickly that he is a pro-style passer. We'll see if he yeah. gets that opportunity for week one there. We know that C.J. Stroud is getting one with the Ohio State Buckeyes at Minnesota on September 2nd. It's coming up, boys. Less than two weeks to go. Spencer Holbrook, Tim May. I am Austin Ward. This has been the Practice Report. It's brought to you by Byers Auto. The Buckeyes have a starting quarterback. We've got full coverage of that and everything else related to Ohio State at LettermanRow.com. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's $200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com on3 and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text HOPE NY in New York.